I'm Jerry McGreer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast. And Gary, whoo, my belly is empty. Yep. Finally. My womb, my brood womb yep. is empty. The uh, Can I tell you a quick story about that? My uh, my mom had a uh, had a friend, um, like you know my borderline Dickensian childhood, where I uh, lived with a lot of randos. Um, we went and stayed with one of her friends in a rural, more rural town in Illinois for a little while, and uh, her friend was pregnant. And we went uh, to visit her. She had the baby. Went to visit her after she had the baby, and her one of her sons like pointed at her and it was like, if you had the baby, why are you still fat? Uh, pointing to, to the mother, uh, just not understanding thinking it was going to be like when you take a pee out of a pee pot or something. Sure. Yeah. You know? Uh, and that was not the thing that the mother wanted to hear. I mean, again, and it was this, one of those, <laughs> it goes you know. back to like what the training we give young boys about how the world works. Like we should Dude. know about skincare yeah. and we should definitely know about like, Oh yeah, that means it's, it doesn't work that way. Let me explain to you how this actually works. I, I watched in health class. I watched a woman give birth like with a straight up one-to-one vag cam, but still didn't know, you know, that, that that's how bodies worked. See, you know, that you wouldn't just like lose the mass. I did the same thing, but David Attenborough was, was narrating it. So it was just a really peaceful Ooh. experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, this is a really amazing uh, memory because it was like, as a kid, you're just like, oh yeah, I'm going to see some vagina. Like, you know, I'm, I'm the horniest thing that's ever existed. Like, this is going to be great. And then just like, uh, it ain't, there, there ain't nothing less sexual than a birth. Um, it is terrifying. Yeah. I, my, my brain so, is not prepared for this kind of beauty just yet. Like I need to, you need to, yeah, yeah. I'm still working on just normal beauty over here. I, I have to have like a weird biological urge to protect and love this thing for this to transmogrify <laughs> yeah. into beautiful. This is just a, a stranger, uh, in a health class video. Uh, I'm not here to admire it. Can you show the hot mom from what yeah. uh, was the fucking t- what a, any sitcom of that era giving birth? Because then maybe yeah, I would yeah. have affection for that. Yeah, give, give, give me the home improvement mom. Sure, yeah, giving birth. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're we're wrapping up the brood saga. Next episode, uh, just as a reminder, is going to be us doing a, a brief and informal chat about what we thought of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yep. Um, Marvel uh, TV show that has very little to do with the X Men. Um, we just both watched it and a few people have asked us about it. Mm-hmm. And after that, we're not totally sure. Yep. We'll announce it on social media and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it makes sense to get into a longer thing, even though I did kind of like the seven issue, you know, seven, eight issue Me too. arc as well. Yeah. Um, we will, uh, we'll figure it out though. Mm-hmm. That's for us to figure out and for you guys to just chill out. Yeah. It's all good. Out. All good. Y'all just, just, Hey, just read along with mm-hmm. this. It's, it'll be perfectly fine. Um, mm-hmm. in the meantime, we are on uncanny X-Men 167, the death of Charles Xavier. Uh, mm. you mentioned this in the last for, episode, for a second. uh, but yeah. Cyclops, this is a, a very classic cover. I feel like I've seen this a, a zillion times growing up and since of all of the X-Men looking down, um, as if they were the ones that killed him, Cyclops literally carrying his fully clothed and dead body, um, towards the, the viewer, looking all super sad uh but of course that is not what is going to happen in the issue no it couldn't have less to do with the issue really mm-hmm. um you know this is this is bait um i love him covering carrying it towards me like not that i'm the perspective of the grave but more of like a here you deal with this yeah <laughs> can you can you take this from me <laughs> <laughs> like when somebody hands you a flyer on the street it's like here you throw this away yeah 
I'm like, cool. I, yeah, I will. Um, <laughs> I, don't mind, I don't mind recycling this. I saw somebody. A solid stranger. I saw somebody tweeting today. Uh, for whatever reason, I feel like this was in England, but uh, somebody was going around trying to get like some petition to get like an anti-trans bathroom thing done. Um, and so mm-hmm. the guy like came up with the clipboard came up to this other dude and was like, Hey, will you sign this anti-trans thing? He's like, Oh yeah, absolutely. And he grabbed the kill, the bill clipboard and just tossed the whole thing in like the river that they were standing next to. Yeah. <laughs> I just forgot. I don't even know if the tweet Incredible. is real. I don't care. It just gave me a little bit of serotonin today. And I'm like, that was, I would, that's a good thing. Like I don't normally stand by rivers, but if I was <laughs> in this very specific <laughs> circumstance, the best possible thing that could happen next to a river. Uh, you know? I mean, a parade fireworks show oh, parades are pretty good yeah, <laughs> yeah. a boat no, crash I don't know. which is bad for the boats but great for me <laughs> those kind of opportunities are are very rare mm-hmm. that you get to do stuff like that like i always wish that there was more of that kind of stuff like there's all these little hacks that'll pop up online like during the uh the beginning when we were all first dealing with the nazis coming back um there was like hey take you know when you find swastikas graffiti on things it's really easy to turn them into a windows 95 logo and i was like that's really funny like that's like yeah. what a great way to defang this uh and i just kept expecting to see them and i only saw one swastika in a bathroom at any point and it was written in chalk so i just erased it perfect easy you does know, it you know, yeah it's easy and then you sterilized um, your entire body because you wiped yourself on some chalk yeah. in a bathroom yeah because i the uh it was in the, the bathroom had a chalkboard and like oh gotcha you know, the, the accoutrement that that. It was a, yeah. yeah a gimmick gotcha, gotcha. the eastburn uh in oregon a restaurant i'm not sure how it stays in business yeah i don't i don't what do they not sell good food or what's the what's the it's, gimmick it's fine it's everything's a little bit too expensive and there's never anybody in there oh so it's definitely so. A, a front for some sort of mob operation yeah like there's a guy the waiter who i get whenever i go in there has an accent that no one i've ever with has been able to place <laughs> like it's a, a fun game where i'm like where's that guy from uh and then just waiting for people just to have no idea what to do with this guy is like strange pan european accent i love it um yeah anywho uh let's get into it yeah so um we we, we mentioned this uh this is the first time that the x-men meet the new mutants um and i guess this makes sense because the new mutants debuted during this arc um, so the, you know, mm-hmm. the X-Men have pr- been presumed dead this entire time, um, <clears throat> which seems a little extreme, but if you think about this happening <laughs> a over premature, yeah, like it seems like this all happens in like a couple of days, but like, I guess it's been six months, like time is weird in comics or whatever, but, uh, Xavier has done what Xavier does, which is go out and recruit a younger, more impressionable group of mutants to turn into a killing machine team. Um, and mm-hmm. while the other X-Men were presumed dead. So we are introduced yeah. to all of our old school new mutant crew. Um, uh, watching very classic new mutant style. Everyone wrapped attention watching Magnum PI. I love it. Uh, which is very classic. I feel like there was uh, another Magnum PI reference to something just recently in, in one of these comics that we covered. And now I can't remember what it was. I didn't call it out because I was like, uh, you know, Magnum PI, but it's, it's big. I know that Roberto DaCosta sunspot. It loves Magnum PI. That's, that's like one of the big things about him. So I just did the, uh, X-Force one through four. We did number one, but we, I did one through four with uh, my marvelous year, uh, which has not even come out yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it'll be out, but, uh, look for that on social media. Um, but like he taught, he's like with that Gideon dude and like they make a Magnum PI joke or something. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> like, like I'm still into the, the, the same cop shows from when I was 10. Yeah. Yeah. I love to watch in into the them? heat of the night. <laughs> just like my grandmother yeah. did. Do you like, do you like moonlighting external? <laughs> um <laughs> yeah uh 
so they're all just doing TV night, eating popcorn and stuff. It's very sweet. Uh, and bam, the X-Men blast in from every single angle, just destroying the living room. Uh, like, I know the goal here. Like, they're they're in a hurry. So uh, to catch us up, we the X-Men have been cured of all of the brood stuff. We blew up the brood planet, but there is still an embryo left that we think has been, they think has been implanted and saved here. But like... And I know that they've had their clothes ripped off multiple times throughout this operation, so maybe they didn't have a key or anything. But like, I would assume that they have some sort of technology to get in that's not bursting through the living room window. <laughs> like, Cyclops is, is it, already in the house. Like, he's just breaking the door down to the living room. Yeah, just for fun. <laughs> yeah, it, th- this is so planned, and it's like they don't know the new who the new mutants are or anything. But just like this, if this was designed to scare a bunch of kids. <laughs> Nothing could do it, you know, more than this. Um, uh, just incredible. And it's one of those um, classic situations of like that comic books do, which is like, oh, hey, we're going to have the good guys team, like have to fight each other over a misunderstanding. And then we'll all team up and beat up the bad guy together. So immediately, like, you know, Cannonball, like, just runs into uh, Colossus and like powers him out the door. Right. Um, mm. Cyclops is like, these these guys are kids, but I'm still going to, you know, use my optic blast on them. <laughs> blast them. While he's doing it, he's thinking like these kids have guts. Like he's thinking this huge monologue while destroying like one of Xavier's lamps. Yep. Um, you know, and yelling that he means no harm. Kitty pride is doing the stealth entrance while they're distracted. Yeah. Um, yeah. Karma or no, excuse me. Psyche brings out, um, uh, Cyclops greatest. This is Moonstar, but she was called Psyche for a very brief amount of time. Oh, okay. So I couldn't even, this is Danny. Um, she brings out his, his worst fear, which is losing control and having uh, a, a set of bottom teeth that are legit terrifying. Um, mm-hmm. rain and Nightcrawler are going to fight. Wolverine just kind of just completely knocks out Sunspot and is like, man, if that kid knew what he was doing, he could have possibly hurt me. See you later. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> later. <laughs> I'm going off to kill Charles Xavier. Um, Karma tries to stop him. Uh, Karma can just tell him to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, she possesses people. Um, and they're basically going back and forth while this is happening. Um, Kitty pride is in the, uh, in Xavier's, uh, zone here in his office where he looks like he's sleeping. Yeah. Um, and she has a blaster and she hesitates to shoot him because he's Charles Xavier and this fucks him up. Uh, or this is fucks her up. Yeah. Uh, she's already possessed. Yep. He is already possessed and, um, he can, he can hear thoughts. She tries to blast him, but, um, downstairs, you know, they hear the shot. Sunspot tries to get Wolverine to stop. It doesn't really work that well. Uh, Nightcrawler teleports away from uh, Rain and smashes Moonstar and uh, Karma's heads together. Um, and then Kitty comes flying through because, lo and behold, Professor Xavier um, is comes out and is like, oh, hey, it's me. And I'm just going to bend over and turn into a giant alien creature. I don't know. Yep. Like I remember reading some of the early New Mutant stuff when I when I got into comics or like recently, like when I did like I did a long uncanny run and all that stuff. Um, and I read some of this. I don't remember there being any kind of weird like mental fallout. <laughs> but like, yeah, if you're like a teenager and you get taken in by this like father figure, and you watch him turn into a giant bug creature, it's gonna give you some problems, right? <laughs> It would be difficult to trust Xavier after this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, at some point, Magneto takes over teaching the new mutants, and maybe that's what uh, <laughs> maybe that's what does it. Um, yeah, he turns into a, a, a brood, a queen of the brood, so like a super brood. Mm-hmm. Um, that he has the X Men are really freaked out by this, you know, because of course they are. 
um, also their mentor. And uh, Cyclops blasts the super brood out uh, into the uh, into the night sky, which has Colossus do his famous catchphrase, Lennon's ghost, <laughs> which I'm always happy about. <laughs> so good. Lennon's ghost. Lennon's ghost. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, now I'm picturing like Wario saying that and I'm having a good time with it. Lennon's ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're uh, they're heading out, you know, to uh, to go try to stop the Xavier brood. Yeah. Who can predict their moves because it can read minds, of course. Yes. And uh, takes out Colossus. There's a very funny thing where uh, it throws Colossus and Wolverine uses him as like a stepping stone while he's midair. Love it. Extremely cool. It's just incredible stuff. Like an like, involuntary uh, fastball special, right? <laughs> like He's playing Klonoa. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's just incre- absolutely incredible. Um, <clears throat> and Wolverine does his signature move, which is slicing off stingers. Yep. Uh, not heads going for the stingers. Nope. Uh, karma tries to, or is this, yeah, this is still karma, uh, tries to mm-hmm. like, you know, stop the, the alien brood does not work. Uh, the, 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 the mind is too evil and alien for her to handle. So she gets knocked out pretty quickly. Um, and that is when binary and storm show up and basically take care of the situation. Storm freezes it, uh, binary punches it, and then it drops to the earth where it, looks like it is completely dead except the professor is still alive in there gary how'd you know mm-hmm. how'd you know the cover was a lie yes the uh well uh the brood is lying on the ground being like kill me scott you know, <laughs> for the good of humanity you must kill me i love wolverine just like you heard the man yeah, yeah like yeah, reaching yeah. forward with his claws wolverine's already changing into his one suit like i'm ready for the funeral whenever you guys are ready <laughs> um the uh cyclops is like no no, no I, i've done this before with phoenix um i had a chance to save her and i didn't um i'm not gonna let xavier happen the same way you know we preserve life we don't destroy it ignoring you know there's billions of brood who would beg to differ mm-hmm. um you know it says any objections wolverine says lots storm says none and the kids are a little bit awestruck about seeing the x-men they've just now seen cyclops and they fix it instantly yep they we, uh, we jump it, over to the Star Jammer where uh, Moira and the robot doctor has just completely cloned uh, Xavier's body from a little bit of tissue that was remaining um, on the alien, which I wish we can get some more art of that because that sounds pretty dope. Uh, but yeah, like they're going to just transplant the consciousness like you do into a corn, into a clone. Um, into a corn yep. would have been a much more interesting story. Dude, corn Xavier? Corn Xavier, yes. I'm very here for corn Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> hello charles <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> oh no a microwave I, my lousy brother is going to become creamed corn <laughs> uh, corn xavier man. very good um we get this kind of uh we get the shot of peter and liana being there when kitty wakes up because she was thrown out of the thing and kitty being super excited to see them and uh storm has this weird undercurrent of jealousy because she's like she had taken over this taken upon herself to have this like parental role for kitty and of course like things happen and things change but she feels extremely alone uh this is going to be a running thing for storm for quite some time with this stuff like that it's going to take her on some journeys so yeah um she has a little moment with Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler's around to, to um, cheer everybody up. Mm-hmm. Um, the new mutants are really amazed because they're in space for the first time, which is sweet. Um, Cyclops and Corsair, you know, are, are talking 
uh, you know, just, and he's just saying like, you know, brutal, like in many ways, Charles Xavier is as much of a father to me as you. Um, Corsair, yeah. fuck off. How about that? Yeah. Just like, yeah. You, stop telling me that, Scott. I was a slave. I heard dog. you the first time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose, man. I lost my wife, you shithead. Um, the, uh, None of this was Cyclops my fault. Cyclops is saying, is, is saying like, I'm going to, you know, when you leave space, I want to come with you. Um, and Corsair is like, yeah, that's great. But in the meantime, do you want to meet your grandparents? Like they're still alive. Uh, let's go meet your grandparents, which is like a sweet moment. Mm-hmm. The idea of Cyclops as the orphan finding out, um, the yes family he has, has grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. It's very sweet. Uh, this is broken up with the unexpected rival of gladiator, uh, who comes in demanding mm-hmm. to see Lalandra. And of course there's some, there's some tension between, uh, the Shi'ar Imperial Guard and the Star Jammers, which we're not going to go into, but you know, Corsair is not going to let an opportunity slip by for him to fuck with Gladiator for a little bit. So he's like, "You're going to have to ask me nicely, sir." And so he's and he has to yeah. like he actually does the thing. Um, and we find out that <clears throat> her sister is still uh, um, has taken over everything, but she is completely unfit and also uh, completely out of left field. Galactics is back. Um, he came back to die. <laughs> Yeah, and the the Fantastic Four let him live. Yep, um, that's a very famous seventies mm-hmm. uh, or eighties issue of the Fantastic Four. Um, and Londra is like, no, 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 this is fucked up. You know, <laughs> I love how mad um, she is. She just she literally breaks with a th- she, her wine glass in her hand. Yeah, she <laughs> destroys it in her hand, and and she's like, you know, we cut over to the Fantastic Four for a little bit with Londra teleporting in like golden, you know, Wonder Woman armor. To interrupt Reed and Sue in bed. Which, again, does not uh, mess up her hair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, and basically says, like, yeah, this is really good. Like, everybody who Galactus kills is on you. You know, if, if he goes and does his Galactus shit, that's your fault, Reed. Yep. Um, yeah. And then she just disappears. And back on the Starjammer, she was like, oh, hey, thanks for letting me use your Lilandra teleporter that you have on here. You haven't been doing anything (laughs) weird with this, like sexually or legally (laughs) or anything like that, right? Like you guys just happen to have this thing that makes makes people look like me on planet Earth. Like nothing weird going on here at all. Nothing weird at all. Uh, They're interrupted by uh, Xavier popping out. Yep. Like we have a surprise guest for you. Greetings, X-Men and Starjammers um he's back and he's like better than ever this is i don't know if this is the first time but how many times xavier has to come back cloned and now he can walk yes um but he can do it now he's not good at it yet you know which is supposed to be the dramatic turn but he can uh he can now walk yeah. with physical therapy and stuff he's gonna be fine and lalandra says like hey i'll help you through this and moira's like and if she doesn't do it i'll kick your ass to do it um but he's he's gonna be okay um and the new mutants are there and that's when professor xavier um reveals that hey we now have this teenage team and that's where uh kitty needs to be because you're way too young to be an x-man uh you need to go join the b team and she's like absolutely not i'm an x-man and he says nope my decision is final um and it's 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 too bad what a powerful flex for the first thing you do when you come (laughs) back as a cloned body and the first time you've seen all of your friends yeah like like he's in mourning that they actually have been dead for months <laughs> and just like i gotta shuffle up the roster yeah like he just get, you know gets back and immediately gets into that it's like when you we haven't played a video game in a long time and like you know you you pause it at a dramatic point but when you check back in you like fuck around with your gear and do your level ups <laughs> why is mickey stuff? mad at cloud i don't understand what is going on <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> what did Cloud do? He's such a sweet shit. boy. <laughs> Just absolutely incredible. Uh, very good. Uh, and of course, they, they tease this. Uh, Professor Exer, Professor uh, Xavier is a jerk. And that's the, the you know, the, the big spread that everybody recognizes. I went ahead and like w- looked at that first image because I love it so much. It's such a such a good shot of yeah. everything. So, Yeah. Good really, stuff. Really good stuff. And that's the end of the Brood Saga. Uh, kind of a weird disjointed issue. New Mutants fight, short Brood fight, and then just kind of becomes a downtime issue after that with we're going to have the fallout and later issues yep you know of these uh these big decisions of professor xavier being a jerk uh who's taking very well um this is the first time they took some of his uh his body you know to to make the clone body but they also had a backup of his mind which is interesting because that's so key to like hoxpox dawn of x stuff yeah you know and it, it's really you know the idea that mutants are just immortal and they can just you know, use this backup that they create to bring him back is really kind of weird in Dawn of X, but it actually has a pretty strong precedent. You know, they've been doing this shit for a while. Exactly. Yeah. Um, why not scale it up? You know, which is some of my favorite things in comic books. Like as, as much as people complain about like retcons and things like that, I love it when they go find some weird old detail uh, on a some old issue or some old arc and be like, what if we took this and twisted it? Like the Kurokoa stuff. Um, like going back to visit mm-hmm. that and finding out the truth, right? Like that was super cool. Um, so I, I'm always kind of a fan of that stuff if it's done well and correctly. Yeah, I need to uh, catch up with that. I kind of fell off a little bit of that as they were approaching their first big crossover, mm-hmm. the X of Swords thing. Um, but I should should pop back in. Yeah, I need to I need to catch up on all of that stuff. Like it's just man, sometimes new comics are just daunting. I'm like, oh, dude. I... What happened for me was like I didn't think all of them were good. Like yeah. they were all pretty connected, but I was like, man, this Excalibur comic fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is so boring. Um, you know, I was basically just like X-Men and Marauder. The new mutants one was really bad too. I thought, um, so I'm, I'm interested in, uh, you know, it's all there pinned and my, my unlimited subscription just renewed. So I got time. Um, I just have to actually finally sit down and do it. Yeah, Absolutely. Hey, if only there was a podcast that would encourage you to do something like that. Hey, hey. yeah, it's uh, it's this one. Um, thanks everybody for listening to us. We appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash duckfeed TV. If you want to support us and get episodes early and get bonus shows and join the Slack. Um, those are all great things to do in and of themselves. Uh, you can also leave us ratings, reviews, and most importantly, tell your friends, um, you got X-Men friends, turn them into days of future cast. But such so say turn them into X-Men enemies. <laughs> yeah, turn, 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 turn them into acolytes. Um, we're not totally sure what comic we're going to cover next, but the next episode of this show is going to be us talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, just want to put out, you know, since people listen to this on the big combined thing, um, I don't want to be cagey about spoilers with that. We'll say it again at the beginning of that episode, but if like you still want to watch that show, um, I, I just, I, don't really want to be beholden to a spoiler policy. Oh no, I wouldn't. If you had been like, Oh, we need to be like, talk around stuff. I'd be like, why? Like, why do we, why would we even be here to talk about it? Like it's all available and and people who can watch it have, and people who are not interested at all are just listening to it as a service to hear what we think. Exactly. Yeah. It's also a series that like, I think that a lot of the cool stuff in it is in the details, not in the big plot reveals. Same. Yeah. You know, like it moves stuff around to get a new status quo, which is stuff you're going to know whenever you see the first, you know, whenever you see captain America four, you're just going to know all that stuff. Yep. 
um, you know, the joy in it is in like cool action scenes and some cool concepts and cool dealing with some issues. Yeah. So, so. thank you for listening, everybody. And uh, stay tuned for that episode in just a couple of days. 